0: And welcome to the Something Random Podcast, where sometimes we talk about movies, sometimes we talk about television, but we always talk about something random. I am your host, Charles Joseph Kelly.
1: And I am Michael Macbeth. I'm
2: here, too.
0: And I'm your Coco host, Scotty Schaefer.
2: It's Joel again. I'm still here, same as every week.
0: See, yeah, we got a new guy here. He's laughing at it as much as I am. (laughs) It's so funny. It's like perfectly timed. Today, we have a, a special, beautiful guest star. Uh, uh, Nick Johnson, welcome to the table. Nick, uh, how are you?
3: I'm fantastic. How are you guys doing? We're we're a little goofy. Yeah. I got to say that as well as a a guest on the show, I'm also a huge fan. Oh, Uh, shucks. Look at that. See, I know know we paid you a good amount of money to say that, but it still feels good when you say those words coming out of your mouth. Yeah. I mean, the money feels good in my pocket, so I understand. Uh, I understand.
0: Uh, So tell us a little bit about yourself, man
3: uh i'm nick i'm nick hi I'm nick. <laughs> it's, it's good to be here uh i'm a stand-up comedian and uh actor in the area uh friends with uh with with joel here right. and he uh he invited me to come and do this i'm i'm very excited i'm a bit of a movie nerd myself so i uh i was drawn to your guys's podcast before i ever knew who any of you guys were so it's great uh,
1: now you're, you're sitting down is that going to be a problem Sitting down.
4: <laughs> 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 yeah, we're on a roll. Oh, I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> See, this is
0: why I, I really want Michael to do stand up at some point to do all these really like dumb dad jokes. Oh my god! On no, it only
5: encouraging him because for some reason there's gonna be like maybe 13 people in a room of like 100 who are going to absolutely find them hilarious gonna be like, God damn it. And I would be one
3: of them. (laughs) I always encourage anybody who says like, oh, I've always wanted to try stand-up, but I don't think I could do it. I've always said just do it because you'll find out real quick whether you want to keep doing
1: it or (laughs) not. Oh, totally. (laughs) Understandable. Oh, yeah. I I have heard
2: horror stories from uh, other stand-up comedians that – people backstage turn on each other you should do it this way or what are you doing it why oh, are you doing this way and it's not
3: always it's not always like that but there definitely is uh scenes that are like that denver yeah. i'm i'm just now getting into the denver comedy scene and mm-hmm. it is any comedian will tell you that it is the best in the country, like it's, mm. it's probably oh, yeah. the best like, local comedy scene, which is awesome. I
0: so I hear you may actually have a scary story for us this week.
3: I do, I, I, I like to think that I have quite a few scary stories from my adventures over the years, but uh, my, my favorite scary story is maybe even not really that scary, it's just uh, it's a true story involving the paranormal. Okay. I, mm. uh, my grandmother when I was growing up, uh, used to be the janitor at my high school, and uh, I got moved. To this high school uh, after my parents got divorced, and I, I it was uh, I moved from super like upper class uh, white kid high school to Umatilla, Oregon, which is uh, for a guy like me the ghetto, okay. and uh, I was getting beat up a lot, and uh, my parents just didn't want me uh, out in the town. Like Incredible. if you were if you were under eighteen, you didn't go outside very much after school, wow. uh, and uh, so. What I would do after school is I would help uh, my grandmother uh, clean uh, the buildings, uh, clean, uh-huh. clean the high school. She uh, had bad knees, and uh, she's actually getting surgery on one of her knees today. So I'll, uh, if you're listening, Grandma, good luck with that surgery. Um, yeah. we, all, we all wish you the best. And uh, she – this is my, my stepmom's grandma, Grandma Peg, and mm-hmm. she was, she's super into all that paranormal occult. Stuff We I wasn't really super into it when I was when I was younger. You know, I, I didn't believe in any of it. But after seeing some of the stuff that she showed me, I, I definitely do believe in all things ghosts and spirits. We had just a really weird presence in our house growing up uh, and I would only be there on the weekends. So I didn't really get to see it that much. But my brother told me about it. He really felt scared about it um, to the point that my grandma actually came in and did a cleansing on the house after she went through and did her thing there was so much less tension in the house it even it felt brighter and so i started kind of reading up on all this stuff and i and asking her about her experiences and i'm i'm cleaning uh the high school with her one day and uh i, I was mopping the uh bottom area is like the gym floor basically mm-hmm. and there's a there's a staircase going down to the gym floor then a long hallway then another staircase on the end going up and I it's really scary in there like it's really dark and I'm the only one down there cuz my grandma's upstairs re- relaxing oh and I just I just feel something weird happening and every once in a while I'll feel like a little tickle on the back of my ear right. or like a poke on the shoulder and she's told me multiple times like this area for some reason is just a hotbed of like spiritual activity and so I'm hauling I'm at one end of the the hallway and I'm 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 carrying my mop bucket back up the stairs And all of a sudden, I start to lose balance. Oh, shit. I I know that I'm going back. Uh And I get to, like, a 50-degree angle, and I am stopped. Something stops me on my back. Like, I feel like a hand on my back. Push me back up, and I just freeze (laughs) for, like, a good 30 seconds. Like, what the hell is happening? And I turn around, and there's nothing there. And I go down the stairs, and I look at the other end of the hallway, and there is a tall – black man in a suit and top hat who just tips his hat to me and walks up the stairs. And I am not fucking around. (laughs) It was the scariest and coolest thing I've ever scene in my life and i free i drop the mop bucket at this point i don't give a shit about cleaning anymore i run upstairs i'm like grandma grandma what is it like and i tell her everything that happened and she goes oh yeah that's hank he pinches my butt every once in a while
1: so he's not he's not quite as chivalrous as he seemed to you no no no
3: he's he's definitely he's a sexual predator and i think we need to be on the lookout yeah (laughs) my
1: goodness that's awesome. But
3: how do you catch that? kind Wow. Yeah, exactly. There are,
1: there
0: are three guys that you can call, from what I hear. Four uh, guys. So four, there are four, four guys that you who, can call.
1: Who is it that you are going to
0: phone? Uh, I think their their phone number is one eight hundred. Call a ghost. The white stuff. The white stuff. Ooh, that's a that's an unfortunate name for the oh, ghost. What well, the end of the movie? A lot of the stuff
5: you know, just pours down. What what is the
0: Ghostbusters phone number? They have it on their 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 page. Uh,
2: or like their the
5: commercial.
0: We believe letter U.
5: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. We believe you. I think who are you
2: going to cool? Oh, yeah. Oh no. Oh god. <laughs> god, that was a really good story.
5: That's, that's, like, that's, like, that's like intense. Like I I know you'd mentioned about like 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 pins and needles and stuff, but I mean like I was like. I have to sit kind of upright and close to the microphone and everything, mm-hmm. but I was also managed to get on the edge of my seat. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, so, like, I'm, I've been, like, I'm, I'm sitting over here like a question mark, yeah. just just listening to your story, and, and it, like, the hand in the back, I was like... To me, the way it was set up was like a twist. I'm
0: like, oh, yeah. oh it's a
3: good ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, the, I'm <laughs> the M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> of ghost stories. Did,
0: uh... And I've been dead ever since, and this is my nightmare. <laughs>
2: did you ever see him again after?
3: I that? never saw him again. That's, did that's... you continue cleaning? Or... I didn't.
2: Well, did okay. you okay. ever go back down there? I mean, like, yeah, I would be like, I, I... never saw him because I left.
3: No, but every time I would go down that hallway, I'd try
2: to tell my friends about it, and they'd be like, uh, shut up,
3: you're stupid. Man.
2: See, if it... how old were you? I was like 15. Oh, okay. See, I would have been... Hanging out down there all the time, <laughs> trying to make contact with him. No,
3: this is Hank. cool. And, and it was at the it, it was at it was at the time when I was when I was still f- relatively new to that sort of thing. Right. So I was not having it at all. Like, oh yeah, I was frightened. I didn't sleep for you days. after You didn't that. care like, if it was I a didn't. good goose. No, no, no.
0: As somebody who who doesn't believe in the supernatural and that kind of what? thing. What? Okay. Uh, I'm I'm more of a of a scientist. You don't got to change your stance
3: now just no, because no, not, the I'm guest
0: not, doesn't like you. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not changing my I'm not changing my stance. All right. Uh, but from hearing from like stories like these and hearing um, from our good friend Carl, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago, he uh, he works in the paranormal, mm-hmm. uh, and hearing their experiences makes me want to believe. Yeah. And yeah. Because no, there's I, definitely... I wouldn't say I would call it evidence necessarily, but it's it's crazy to think that these things actually happen to people. Like there's no way to explain with science what happened to you. Exactly. And that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. and, uh, even as like a, even as like a
3: 13, 14 year old, when she, when she was first telling me these things, I was like, there's gotta be, it's gotta be like a brain thing. Like I, I I fooled myself Mm. into seeing that, but I I've seen things since then. And the research that I've done, I just, I can't not, I can't ignore it. Right. But I, but I do understand where you're coming from at the, at the time when she was teaching me this stuff, I really was pessimistic about it. Like, there's no way that it could be, but it, but I wanted to be open to that experience. Mm-hmm. And I think that could be what allowed me to eventually start seeing things every once in a while.
2: I think a lot of people's experiences are in their head too. Yeah, yeah. But for they sure. they fully believe that it really happened. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of stuff kind of comes off as not as real yeah mm-hmm. and that's what makes people skeptical so and you uh, guys but. said
3: scary story you didn't say prove that there's ghosts no, 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 no. <laughs> you know I mean? where's the picture no. yeah uh, exactly pics or it didn't happen uh, exactly.
2: but that's uh what something that that's one of the reasons why i love the ghost hunter show is because they don't go they don't look at a p- piece of dust in a frame and go oh my god it's a ghost they go it's dust and they would always debunk things and try to get like if people were to hear a door slamming over and over they would try to set it up to make the door slam
0: well uh, on that show also they have a tendency of going of trying to uh make drama from nothing yeah mm-hmm. i will you, tell you well, that's right from, from
3: some from yeah exactly from somebody who who believes in this stuff i don't watch ghost hunters or ghost adventures <laughs> or anything like that because i i, I it's so overproduced yeah and i'm like mm-hmm. that is not how somebody reacts when they see something like that like it is it is you when somebody actually experiences fright like that it is very noticeable whether it's audio video anything like that there was a uh Uh, a a short film I don't even know if it was really a short film an independent film that was going around It's. I'm pretty sure it's still on tour but it came through Denver uh, a few months ago called uh, Sir No Face I don't know if you guys have heard about that at all it's a documentary about the first and only ever um, team of ghost hunters that were contracted by the Australian government oh to come and check out this old, uh, I I believe it was a a sanatorium or something. And the way that they marketed it was, there is, we've taken this to debunkers, we've taken this to other filmmakers, we've taken this to CGI uh, uh, special effects people, and there is nobody who can tell us that this is not definitive proof of ghosts. Hmm. And... Like the week before it uh, it came to Denver I had tickets and I gave them back because there was just so mu- so much hate on it that I was like I don't want to yeah. spend thirty dollars a ticket to go see this and then right. for it to be just a mm. big fuck you you know yeah, to yeah. a hundred and fifty people in a theater so I I there are definitely I almost believe people more when they're telling me in person about their experiences versus seeing it on video.
0: Um, So uh, to move on to the next thing, uh, what have we been watching this week guys? You know what? What have you been watching this week? Nick?
3: Uh, I, I got on uh, to Amazon prime and checked out uh, the tick, the new series, the tick. I love, I loved the tick growing up. I even loved that one season, Patrick Warburton live action show that that came out. Yeah, Yeah. And, uh, I I will say that while I did enjoy that show this this one was so Insanely cool to me because of the way that they portrayed the tick. Yeah, it holds wow. up so well. Yeah, and and this isn't really a, a spoiler or anything like that. But you, for the first couple episodes, you don't know if the tick is an real. A, actual yeah. superhero yeah. or <laughs> if he is in Arthur's mind. Yeah, because oh. they because Arthur is a crazy person. Like they mm. they've they've, t- they've basically said that he has had mental health issues in the past mm. and that
2: he's seen things in the past. So he doesn't even know.
3: The story arc was genius. Oh, it's
2: very good. Joel, go. Yes. Am I the only one here right now watching American Horror Story?
0: I I watched the first two episodes and I went, so I'm going to say yes.
2: Yes, you are. Um, It's getting really good and it's probably my new favorite one. Get out of town your new favorite one. Yeah. American Horror Story, you got to stick with it. Like I quit watching Hotel halfway through because I thought it was getting shitty and everyone goes, well, the second half was the best. And it was kind of the same thing with Roanoke. A lot of people started stopped watching it, and I go, "But the second half was the best." Yeah.
3: And so, what? How many seasons are there? I think this is seven. seven, Yeah, and And they're all a
2: different, a different story, completely different stories.
5: However, characters. Yeah. It sounds like their format's the same. The first half sucks, makes people want to quit watching, and the second half is. I'm like, why don't that's the format necessarily? But Mm. before
2: they get to the meat, there has to be a lot of buildup. Okay. okay. Sure. It it has to happen, or the good stuff isn't good. But it is getting
1: good. I, I had that discussion uh, about community with somebody. They were talking about, "Oh yeah, I really liked Community. I watched season one, and then I started watching season two, and it, it started to get weird. It was like it started to get
2: good. What? Yeah, <laughs> they I'm finally sorry, had established
1: the characters, and right. then they could like play around
2: with mm-hmm. them. Well, <laughs> I did when I when Game of Thrones first came out. Everyone was like, Game of Thrones is gonna be the coolest new show ever on TV ever. And I was like, great, let's check it out. And I watched the first episode and I was like, oh, okay. It's this kind of show. Then I watched the second one and I was like, hmm, I don't know if I'll like this. Then I watched the third one and I was like, I can't watch this anymore. And then a few years later, everyone's like oh my god, Game of Thrones is the best shot to me. So, you know, anyway. I I will watch through uh, this season of American Horror Story. I've
0: heard, I'm seeing more and more good things about it, but I was just, I was so turned off by the first couple episodes. I was like, this is just the same bunk that they've done the past few seasons and I'm just not interested in doing that and it's so frustrating because Ryan Murphy's other shows like American Crime Story mm-hmm. uh, and even Screen Queens have been feud feud was great
2: yeah. but all these shows are really good and American Horror Story seems to be just stagnant. Oh no. It's this, this is easily my favorite one. Okay. And a lot of people I've heard a lot of people say I don't want to watch it because it's political. Why would I want to watch something political? Well, that's the country right now. It's yeah. super relatable. You cannot go on Facebook without seeing a bunch of yahoos Writing, thanks for listening. By the way, um, <laughs> writing extreme left and extreme right things, and that's what people remember is the extreme right and the extreme left. Doesn't matter what where you are on the spectrum. Mm. That's what people. That's what's most memorable for me, anyway. Right, and that's what they're portraying in the in the. In the thing. Do, do you I think? In do you show. think that people are afraid to check out,
3: especially this season, because it hits so close to home for a lot of people? Because um, we are living in yeah. such a state of fear, they don't want to turn on their TV and be more afraid. Quite that's, possibly. I think,
0: I think that's where I am a little bit. Where I was like, "All right, I'm already freaked out with where our country is right now. I don't yeah. need to be spending more time feeling that anxiety." Right. So that's why I've kind of Shutdown. same.
1: And it's, yeah. not, and it's same not reason I don't that, watch Dance
0: Moms, right? Mm -hmm. Which reminds me,
5: welcome
0: to Dance Moms Watch, where we talk about Dance Moms. Joel, what's happening? Well,
2: (laughs) (laughs) let me tell you. Okay, a lot has happened since we've last had a Dance Moms Watch. Um, The biggest thing most recently is that the minis and one elite team member who went back to Abby's studio... Mm -hmm were kind of screwed over because Abby posted on social media one day when they were supposed to have a class that she wasn't coming back to the studio ever. Ever. And they oh. had, they got this via social media, so they were not happy. Now, the former elite team has, has gone through a few choreographers, and their most, or not their most recent, but the, the first dance they did, they were very criticized for because it was very... Oh, shall we say... Political? Provocative? Was it? Was that the one that
0: you commented on? No, 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 no.
2: This one was, uh, they were in like black bras and black hot pants and oh, on chairs, well. very Chicago, you know? Oh,
0: or a Sweet
5: Charity or something.
2: Yeah, but it wasn't seen that way because they're 14 and 15 year old girls. That's- yeah. And it, it was, I'm not going to say that the dance was bad because they did a good job. They, they always do a good job. It wasn't the right choreography. They weren't the right costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was disappointed that Abby walked out before it even started because she saw the costumes and left. But whatever. That's that. And was that then, the reason why she left? She's like, oh, no, 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 these because costumes. These were her former students okay. at this point anyway. But the most recent dance that I've seen is the one with the red hats, the one that you saw. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I believe it was called The Protest. It was one of the best dances I've seen. It was good. Spoiler alert, they came in fifth place. What? Which is really low for oh. them. So I, oh.
0: I did notice, Livid. okay, <laughs> I with, with this
2: dance. <laughs> Thank so, you, Nick. From yeah.
0: from my point of view, when I watched the dance, there was all... I, I don't see why they got fifth, because it was a very solid dance. Mm-hmm. But there was a lot of timing issues with some of the dancers. Mm-hmm. They didn't feel like they knew their choreography or didn't feel comfortable with it. Oh,
4: that'll do it. Um,
2: but... It was a solid dance. Yeah, the level they're at too. Plus, n- not only that, but they're working with different choreographers. Some some of them haven't even worked with these these people before. Mm-hmm. But the level they're at, they it's got to be tight. they yeah. have to be together. Yeah, exactly.
0: And I think that's probably what put them in fifth place. Is like I noticed, and if I noticed that
2: choreography yeah.
0: is isn't straight on, it's it's something where.
2: And for those who watch the show, it was Kendall. It's always it's always Kendall. I love it's Kendall. Always to death, Kendall. But it's always it was Kendall.
3: I gotta say that when, as a fan when you guys first started doing this Dance Moms Watch I imagined everyone with smiles and giggling and everyone like maybe it's a joke thing I'm actually invested now I know and it, the it, whole point. It, it's, it's so amazing hard to say that I'm a fan of Dance Moms in. and I've never even seen the show yeah, I just look exactly, forward to exactly the Dance Moms I'm Watch at.
0: we were talking about this last week where it started off as a stupid joke <laughs> and now we're like really invested we're in trying. what's going on I will never watch this show I, just, I will put that out I just like flat out I won't watch
3: it but I'm super interested in this like a group of dancers, yeah, I just watched a grown man give an analysis <laughs> of a bunch of thirteen-year-olds on a dance competition show. It's I
2: crazy. Have, I think six years invested in the show, and I can't, I can't just stop watching it. Uh,
0: Michael, let's let's talk about uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend.
1: Yes, oh. and um I don't know the new theme song yet, so I can't sing it. Even if I, even if it were allowed, I couldn't sing it. But um it's allowed oh my we just have to pay money so don't
2: oh right it's, right but i mean <laughs> any com-
1: any chance to have a conversation with rachel bloom i would love the show started off amazing it has continued to be amazing and what i want to say i've only watched the the, the premiere, premiere episode yep. so far um but uh what i want to say is that it's it's such a good example Of somebody having their storyline, their game plan in place for X number of seasons. And in that sense, it's like Lost, where Mm -hmm. J.J. Irvin says, no, we're doing six seasons. And yeah, things changed. They had to fire actors. Some people quit, blah, blah, blah. Um, And so they had to adjust little bits. But overall, the vision was intact Mm -hmm. for that show. Right, And... And you have so many syndicated shows that they just, well, what uh, what new shenanigans can we create to keep <laughs> this limping along for another season? And I hate that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you watch the last two seasons of Friends. You watch um, these these long-running sitcoms that should not have run that long. Mm-hmm. But they kept making money. People kept watching it. And not so with this. Each season furthers the plot. The one thing that I will say is that I I want to see a new character who is as dynamic as Greg.
0: When when somebody pitched me the show, they said it's Flight of the Concords, but from a female perspective. Right, yeah. and I thought that was like super intriguing. And having, I, I, you know, I was like, oh, it's you know, the it's CW, so it's gonna be kind of a, a shitty show. But <laughs> honestly, CW is doing some really cool things with their mm-hmm. shows. I and they fall in kind of by the wayside with. With The Flash and Arrow, those shows oh, yeah. have kind of stunk the last couple seasons, or especially Arrow. Um, but Legends of Tomorrow is
1: the new Doctor Who. It is so it's, good. And it has characters from Doctor Who. Yeah. Which is what? so
3: weird because when that came out, I was like, this is going to be the stupidest show of the three of these shows. Right? Or the four of these shows was like Supergirl and stuff. But yeah, I... I Started watching it again, and it's more enjoyable than any of those other superhero shows on yeah. that channel. Oh, totally! There is a, like a sexy number
0: in the second um, episode, um, where obviously she's trying to get back at Josh. All right, um, and there's a line that they had to switch, and I posted about this on Facebook. Oh I, yeah, I, saw, I that. saw that. Yeah. Where
2: I didn't know what you were talking about, so now okay.
0: So, but the original lyric that she was supposed to sing in the song was "I'm so wet." And Dude, I'm so wet. Dude, I'm so wet. And the network's like, no, that's not okay. But they were fine with choke on your cocksuredness, which I thought was like how how is 20 that
2: 20 times worse? Yeah. yeah, it's
0: 20 times worse. It's so much worse. But I mean it's it's a lot funnier. I thought it was great. Like it fit in the song perfectly. But how how are we as a society where saying like very basic uh, female sexuality is wrong where we could say I'm so wet and that's wrong there was in the song or in another song a guy said talked consistently about coming in another song it was all well I won't spoil it because I don't want to ruin that song for Michael because he needs to hear
3: that song but but, That but, that is just the fact that we girls aren't allowed to be gross and when guys are gross it's funny and so it's so when it's bullshit, when it's any man. it's when it's anything that has to do with a man's uh, body parts, even if a girl is saying it. Like, if a girl's talking about her husband farting, that's hilarious. If she talks about herself farting, half the audience, who is the men, are turned off for Ew. some reason. Nah, no, yeah. it's and, hilarious. Yeah, ex- exactly. But that's like that old uh, South Park episode that got a bunch of uh, got a bunch of grief, where the, the guys always thought that farting was hilarious, but when the girls talked about queefing, it turned into like a terrorist act, <laughs> you know?
5: I think in that particular moment, it's not necessarily society; it's the jackasses in Hollywood.
4: Mm-hmm. I mean, really. I, I mean, it. like, like
5: these are the same people. Harvey Weinstein. I mean, like, these are things where it's like, no, it's not society. You, I do not think that the MPAA represents America at all. No, no yeah. at I agree. all. And and I and so so suddenly when that stuff happens, I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't confuse our you know my American society with controlling people. And that kind of stuff. I mean, there's tons of things where, yeah. You know, anyway. That's all. You go for oh. it. I watched a bunch of stuff. That Holy I crap, is about. that your list? Yeah. Jesus. Well, I didn't, I because I was sick for like two weeks. Oh, so I, I watched it a right. ton of okay. stuff too. But uh, one thing that I just watched yesterday was a very interesting amalgamation. I watched Kung Fu Yoga starring Jackie Chan on Netflix. Yes. And uh, there's a picture of him <laughs> like doing like a pose and then doing like a Van Damme splits. Like he's holding himself up. He's like doing like a yoga thing and he's yeah. in splits. Fun fact spoiler: that didn't happen at all in the movie, Mm-mm. not the whole damn thing. Mm-mm. But it's a very interesting, co- a combination of of Hong Kong movie scene, which is now has since moved to Vancouver, so mm-hmm. there's a lot of you know mm-hmm. a lot of uh, snow shots. Yeah, yeah. with mm-hmm. Bollywood. Yes, and it was, and I was like, this is what? a long
3: time coming. Just to piggyback Go on that it. real quick, I saw one of his other more recent films that he did with Johnny Knoxville called Skip Trace. Oh, I was
5: thinking, I was all on my list.
3: There is. An entire out of nowhere. Never heard of it. I think it's straight to Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I won't. I won't spoil the movie. It it is. It is a pretty uh, fun Jackie Chan uh, kung fu film. But just in the middle of the desert somewhere, all of a sudden, it breaks out into a full fledged rendition of "Rolling in the Deep" by Adele, (laughs) with (laughs) with Johnny Knoxville and Jackie Chan singing with a bunch of people who shouldn't know what that song is. (laughs) Yeah, I love it when that happens. (laughs) They
2: did that in Clerks too. Also, yeah, I, yeah, lo- oh, I yes. love it when they yeah. do that. Yes. Yeah, it's just a big random Jackson Five dance number.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I also watched a movie called Security with Antonio Banderas playing an ex American, oh, yes. uh, uh, American army guy. Came back and he was a, he was like a captain, so he's really hard to get work because they're like, no, no, no you gotta you, you have to be like a like a boss, and all we have, <laughs> all, like, you, like, you're gonna be like a manager. There's no, we're not hiring, nobody's hiring any managers, and he's like, just give me a regular job. So then he, they put him as a security guard, and of course, that's the one time the shit goes down. Mm-hmm. And it, and as far as like shit going down in a mall, it was a, it was a good shit going down in a mall movie. I liked it better than <laughs> what is it, Day of the Dead, honestly. Oh, wow.
0: I just saw a a trailer for an Antonio Banderas movie. Antonio Banderas, <laughs> um, where yes. okay, so, Antonio, sh- eh, Benderes. where he's he's his wife gets ki- kidnapped, right, and he's Bad like a, he is an actor and he has no idea how to fight at all. Oh, seriously? Yeah. So. What got me onto this movie first off is it's made by Saban. Does anybody else know what Saban makes? I do. High five, Power Rangers. Power Rangers. They oh, make Power right. Rangers. Oh, okay. so I was S- going to say it's a Pixar story. Heim store Saban. Yep. Yeah. So talking about Saban, talking about Power Rangers,
3: did you watch the new movie? I did. I have it on Blu-ray, and it's awesome. Yeah, the, I, the I, new I, movie is great. I all I, se- just se- I, I to severely see. enjoyed it. I took a bunch of my friends Blue to go silly. see it on my birthday, uh, when, and I was the only one that was a real fan. Uh, and we we enjoyed it immensely. I started tearing up at one point. Like it, as a as a fan, it was great. But my wife, who never watched Power Rangers growing up, <laughs> so, went and saw it and thoroughly enjoyed it. So, there was there was a, there were a few things that really like got to me.
0: Um, one being like the the product placement of Krispy Kreme was probably one of the like the funniest shit that, that I've seen that in a while. Actually,
3: it was so. Blatant that it made me laugh.
0: Yeah, yeah, but the the callback to the original soundtrack
3: mm-hmm. where they they did that
0: right when the the the, the, the zords, zords came, came out, out. Yep. it was so good, and I was crying. I yeah. was like, I listened to the soundtrack on my cassette uh, <laughs> consistently <laughs> until I wore out that cassette because I listened to it on repeat over and over and over again because I, that I, original soundtrack
3: was so good. I have a metal cover of the theme song on my iTunes oh, that I listen man. to constantly.
0: <laughs> Noise. Yeah. I've got a, a question for you guys. Okay, so uh, this question is something that we've explored not on our podcast, but on uh, Chasing the Mind with Dr.
2: Angela and Dr. Stephanie. Can I do my impression of the Chasing the Mind guy now? Yes. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, this is you. Chasing the Mind. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
4: It was right on. That was yeah. solid.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Now say, now say with Dr. Charles. Chasing the Mind with Dr. Charles <laughs> Joseph Kelly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, um, so doctors, you can you can borrow our sound bites, you know.
0: See now they're gonna because our show hasn't aired yet uh, of theirs, so they're gonna like re-edit it to make us all sound like oh, like gosh. terrible, terrible yeah. people. Um, Doctor Angela, I love you and your husband. Yeah, you guys are great.
5: Hi <laughs> guys, We're I, Facebook friends.
0: Seriously, I cannot wait to have you guys on. But that's that's besides the point. Um, but they asked us um, a pretty serious question: uh, if Comedy stems from pain. And I think that's something that we answered very, very quickly because we were kind of in a rush. And I kind of want to um, delve into that a little bit more. We were all on the side of, no, not necessarily. It can, but I want, because we have a professional comedian here, I want Ooh. to uh, see what you have to
3: say about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh it- you know, that that is a question that I, I get a lot just in talking with people. Uh-huh. And uh, in some ways, yes, I think that some of the best comedy does stem from pain. And uh, talking from personal experience, I grew up as an upper middle class white male straight guy. You know yeah. what I mean? So it, there's not a whole lot of pain there. But in thinking back at the time when I decided to do stand-up, I was in a very dark place. Yeah. I was in a bad spot in my life, and that's when I thought, "I want to get these these feelings out, but I also want to make people laugh." That's yeah. all I've ever wanted. You know to what? Do. Like, and I was I was thinking
0: about it too. Um, I I was in the pretty much in the exact same boat as yeah. well when when I decided, you know what, I'm going to do stand up. I mean, I'm not going to like pursue pursue stand up, but I'm going to do it. I'm yeah. just going to do it.
3: Give it so, a try. Yeah. Well, in uh, I. Because if you if you look at someone like we were just talking we were talking off podcast about Mark Maron, right? That man has made a career of taking uh, his personal pain, yeah. pain and anguish and making millions of people interested in what he has well, to say. Well, like, all
0: of all of the the biggest comedians, look at look at Louis C K, look at Dave Chappelle, look at all these other comedians. Go
3: go back even further,
0: Bill Hicks. Yeah, you know, e- you know everybody.
3: It, it's really it is. It does Robin st- Williams. Robin yeah, Williams, so of like, course. Yeah. That, and that is someone who almost never talked about it right. on stage yeah. and still, you know. But I, I would say beca- because I remember always being an entertainer, like as a kid, always making, trying to make my family laugh, but actually sitting down and writing about your personal experiences that didn't come until after my parents' divorce, until after my mom got into an abusive relationship, after a couple of bad breakups that I had after, uh, you know, going through, uh, you know, drug problems with friends and stuff. So yes, I do think that it stems from some sort of pain, but it also stems from the people who are comedians who even in their darkest times will not let you know that they are hurting? Right, just straight up, they got to make a joke about it. Oh yeah, so that's that's how I've always felt about it. Yeah. So a little of
0: both. So oh, yeah. yeah, a little I, of both. For I think sure. yeah, I think in the end when I come up with jokes, it's a majority of it stems from the dark, the dark side of things. And yeah. that's always that's always how it is. I mean, the the start of my type five is talking about porn addiction. Yeah, uh, they, it's it's it's. I don't know. I I I gave it to Michael. I don't know if he finds it funny, but. Uh, I, it's it's funny, but I mean, like, there are times where you can make light of light situations. Yeah. Um. But those are harder to do. I feel. Um, yeah. That's yeah. I, it. I will. I'll
5: tell you that. Like, I could talk about this forever, but I have a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna shorten it up. So. Um. So basically, I think the the when I first heard this question, honestly asked me in, in the podcast, uh, in the other podcast, um, I think I felt defensive. Like like somehow my brain read it as, oh, is it possible? Are, are you anything without your pain? Can you possibly be funny without your pain? I'm like, no, of course, of course I can be funny without my pain. I'm not defined by my bad experiences. And so I felt, just said, no, 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 there's, there's no truth to that or, or right. whatever. But, but really um, what it comes down to is that like when, when I was very, when all, I don't know about all you guys, but when I was very first funny, it was from a very innocent thing it was just like oh i'm just i'm just making grown ups around me giggle and and i'm getting attention i'm getting smiles and laughter
3: comedians want the love they want the attention <laughs> it's... they and at what i was trying to say before when i was talking about like i wasn't i didn't feel like i was really funny until i started dealing with my parents divorce right. it was the fact that i for years i thought that my mom was choosing her new husband over me and my brother mm. and so that birthed a, a a 10 minute bit about how my parents don't really love mm-hmm. me and it's and it was it's hilarious it gets laughs and while it isn't true now that I'm old enough to deal with it mm-hmm. as a kid that's what I remember feeling sure. See, was yeah. I yep. have to be funny or these people will forget yeah. I yep. exist yep that's <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that's yeah. where it stems from and that's also uh,
0: what stems podcasts yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes, that need to want people to
1: listen
3: to your advice. I, th- I think I we all need to call our subscribe. mommies after please this. Wait, have, <laughs> have
1: we been publishing this? Oh. I've just been hanging out talking with you guys. I don't know.
5: Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, great.
1: No, no, seriously that that <laughs> that was my motivation, and that's um, we talked about this a, little a, bit, a yeah. decent mm-hmm. example, you know, where I mean, like, sure, I love attention, um, and most of the time I get that through live theater. Um, and so for me, this podcast is just like, oh, cool. The guys are hanging out and we're just going to chat with people and have fun conversations. And, oh, it happens to be available online
2: for people to listen to. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just going to say to go a different direction just for a second because, um, you know, we're talking about stand-up comedy and, and stuff like that. But um, there was quite a commu- quite a big community with Vine, that mm-hmm. which was a huge thing. Vine is gone now. Um, is it? It's yeah. gone, yeah. They got rid of it. Yeah, oh. you didn't know this? I didn't I never huge. had one yeah. Yeah. Oh, you
5: know what else is gone? Uh, Betamax. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, the Vine
2: community, you see all these people that are these huge viners and they do comedy. For those who don't know what Vine is, it was it was like a six second Video videos that you could post. It was like an Instagram for six second videos, basically. You and you couldn't go any longer than six seconds. And people would do there was some really good stuff out there, there was artsy stuff, there was all kinds of stuff. But the funny people, the ones that I got to know, I mean, I still talk to my vine friends almost every day. Yeah, Mm. there's a lot of people that I connected with through that app. And um, a lot of them, the, the, the really funny ones, were pretty. I mean, we're in shitty situations, divorces deaths um all kinds of stuff you know yeah. I, there was a girl that i got uh w- became pretty good friends with who lost a child mm. and she outleted to making vines yep. and trying to be funny um i mean not right away but you know <laughs> that's how she made herself not be depressed
3: I, I i my i had a really good friend that i went to high school with who uh, her name's uh, Kayla Christine. She's still out there uh, making cool stuff, not on Vine anymore, unfortunately, but still making some very cool stuff. And uh, so look her up if you get a chance. But she she kind of garnered this following because she uh, she took a stance and kind of uh, I don't think that you can really take a stance against a disease and be a bad person. But she has Crohn's <laughs> disease, okay, and she used it as a platform to to garner awareness around that, and it. And that gave her so much, you know, that that her disease had taken away from her is just the community and stuff Mm -hmm. around Vine. And she said the same thing. There are people that she talks to like every day from that just because it garnered a community of people who were not necessarily sad people who wanted to be funny, but people who wanted a community to love them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what those those communities do.
2: Well, yeah. And there were a lot of. Thirsty people too, but well, yeah. I mean, I made a few, and then well, okay. <laughs> yes,
5: um, I have. Uh, I have one more little bit to talk about this uh, pain from comedy thing. Uh, just being that, uh, and this is a big point that I think once I say it out loud, you guys are going to be like, "Oh, yes." And if you don't, you're jerks. Um, but the idea that um, that when you're a kid, you're all about just trying to get the giggles and trying to get laughs and smiles from everybody. But when you when you get older, it could be something big like a gig where you're paid to do there where you're paid to be there or it could be something uh, like a small talent show with friends or could even just be walking around in class and when your friend says, hey, hey, do that thing that's funny, do mm-hmm. do the thing or whatever and you don't feel like it. Yeah. When you don't feel like it, I think that, that this is when, you know, the movie Inside Out when everybody has that, you know, there's that goofball island. I can think I can speak for everybody when you all and I have our goofball island still. It didn't crumble like it, that little girl. Everybody little kids like to be funny and we're not the only ones. At some point you make a decision, no 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 no, I'm more important than being funny. So I'm going to say, "Nah, I don't want I don't feel like doing that bit today or I'm going to cancel that gig or whatever." But we all have made the decision to go ahead and try to be funny, to do that stuff when we don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. And that in itself is literally choosing other people's happiness over our own. Mm-hmm. And and the the whole question of does does all pain does all comedy stem from pain? I think brings into the fact that when you're literally a sad clown putting on happy clown makeup, <laughs> like like literally. Anyway, so there's definitely some some pain in that. And it's not necessarily like the jokes are coming from that, but it's almost like it hurts a little bit to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. For um, sure. anyway, so that's just one of those points
2: that we all we hadn't wear mentioned. Masks. Yeah.
1: That's Metaphorically speaking,
2: speaking. Yeah. <laughs> all so uh, funny. I get that though, Scotty. I think that's mm-hmm. good. Like, you know how many times people have asked me to do an impression when I'm in a shitty mood? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And I go, yeah, it's just like I'm not in the mood. I mean, Probably everybody has heard me say that. So I just – I I get that, yeah.
3: I I stopped telling people that I was a stand-up comedian when people asked me what I do at airports or things like that because the first thing Tell me a joke. Tell me a joke. That's like like, – I'm talking to actors here. It's like uh, – that's like saying, hey, you're an actor. Cry. You know what I mean? Sing a song. Sing
2: a really high note. Yeah. Oh, seriously. Uh, What do you do for a living? Well, I'm an architect me a building. Building yeah. house yeah. right now exactly <laughs>
5: yeah yeah uh, so yeah uh,
0: there's just interesting so let's move on because we've been uh, at this for a we've been, good long we've while we've been beating the dead See, but i think this is this i think this is a good bit. conversation and i think this is something that we're going to be talking about uh, further because Beat Clip the plop dead horse. That's what I, that's what I <laughs> <either>. <laughs> um, But you have any six degrees for us?
3: I do have a six
0: degrees. Nick, Nick
3: I, has a six degrees. I decided separation. to go with, because you guys talk about it a lot, mainly Joel, but I start. I tried to uh, connect Joel's favorite actress, Laurie Metcalf.
2: Oh my God! My favorite okay. actress
3: in the entire to universe. my <laughs> favorite actress, Sigourney Weaver. Oh, Ooh. all right. And that, now um, is this an
2: all woman one?
3: This isn't an all woman okay. one. I heard that on the la- and that is a very cool idea. Yeah. It the is- rules of Six Degrees that
1: um, as as they stand and as we have developed them is that you within six movies or television shows you need to connect these two actors, right? Um,
5: Right. Sound guy, quit dropping stuff.
1: Okay. Um, we can use television. However, it has to be the same episode. So you can use an extra step by connecting one guest star to another guest star through somebody in the show constantly. But that takes one degree to do. Right. Um, so that's, that's how we formulated that. And uh, 30 Rock and SNL are off limits because everyone is in those. Yep. So, um, there's that's, also you
0: need to know the name of the movie and the actor.
1: Name name of the movie and name of the actor. We have four minutes mm-hmm. on the clock. Well, and, not on the clock, yeah. Well, we are going to put it on the clock, <laughs> and the I'm clock? stalling for time here. No. Oh, well, actually, <laughs> well, you
5: mentioned that there should be an extra punishment or reward for those uh, last-minute twists. I submit we just connect the dots there and make it be a twist like a twisty cone. If, if we get it right, <laughs> then you have to buy us all twisty cones, and if we get it wrong, we buy you or a
1: twisty cone. Or a Twizzler.
3: What well, the don't hell is like a twisty, twisty cone?
5: Well, like, when you you get the your chocolate, vanilla, or swirl, oh,
0: I meant to say swirl.
3: Swirl, oh, oh, twisty myself. cone. You idiot. So while, you
0: idiot. So while Scotty feels bad about himself, and while we that deliberate this, uh, we're going to take changed. a quick word from our sponsors. <laughs> all right, time is on the clock, my friends. Let's okay,
5: Lori Metcalf is in let's, let's go to our two-
0: Hey friends, this is your humble host, Charles, just checking in to see how things are going. I have the Stranger Things fever. Were you able to take off the weekend with me to watch it? So we're going to go over a couple quick things and get back to the show as quick as possible. Number one, we didn't create a movie this week. Uh, I know, I know it's the staple of our show, but before you click on subscribe, listen to the rest of the episode. It's solid, and I think you will like it. We'll be back to creating cool things next week. Starting next week, we're going to be opening up our merch shop and another cool little store. I don't want to talk about it just yet, uh, um, but we'll have links for that in next week's episode. I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. If you guys are interested in buying shirts, if you're interested in buying stickers, we have that stuff available for you. Uh, number three, if you have a question you've been aching for one of us to answer, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter. Our email, we will answer those on our podcast. Links to all of our social medias are in the description of this episode. If we haven't answered your question on the podcast, we've probably answered it on our weekly Facebook Live show. This week was great, uh, with only a few minor hiccups, and uh, check it out. It's loads of fun. Next week, we'll probably be playing uh, Super Mario Odyssey. I think that comes out next week, so... That'll be, that'll be a lot of fun. And finally, if this is your first time listening to the pod, thank you so much for swinging by. Let us know what you're thinking of it. And uh, if you are a regular around these parts, uh, you are what keep us going. Thank you so much for everything you do. We don't pay to promote our show, so the best way for us to grow is by word of mouth. If you have a friend who you think would like the show, let him know. As always, guys, I hope you have an incredible week. And I love you.
2: Sometimes it can be hard keeping up to date with everything going on in the gaming industry. The Sometimes Geek Podcast is a quick and easy listen each week that covers all the major gaming news while giving the opinion of an everyday gamer. You can find it at sometimesgeek.com or on iTunes, Google Play, and wherever you normally grab your podcast.
0: One minute. <laughs> High five. All right. Go team.
2: Hi. Go team, go. Um, okay,
0: so we are we're back and we, we saw that. have to play that. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> well, here's the thing. That would be entertaining to
4: listen to. I'm
0: just saying. Play I, I'm, the still
5: ga- on that. I'm still going to stick to this. Six Degrees of Separation is is a challenge when it's one person. When it's teams, Six Degrees of Separation
0: it's we knock them out like crazy. Well, we're also really good at this, and we're getting better every single week. Yeah. So we need to have these rules. That's like why put I want the it. challenge
5: of I want I wanted to have to say, we should say like we're gonna do an all male one because I think the regular one should be the female one. That should be the go-to. I think I think
0: goal we goal. could add rules like, oh, you can only use science fiction movies, or you have to use horror films for this one, or you can only use wor- or films that start with the letter C, or something like that, and make oh, it geez. like really difficult. Like it is possible, but this is how you have to do this. Oh yeah, you can do um, that. So yeah. I think I think that's how we should handle that in the
2: future. But we saw like that idea better though. in a minute. So um, uh, Joel, go let us know what it is. So we uh, we started with Laurie Metcalf, my favorite actor in the entire universe. I swear to God. Okay, have, Laurie have, Metcalf, have subscribe. we mentioned that in this episode? <laughs> I'm not sure. So Laurie Metcalf, I started with Scream 2 because I thought there were more people in that. But I went with Uncle Buck, which of course stars John Candy. Great movie. Who was in uh, Spaceballs with Rick Moranis, my favorite actor. Yeah. So there we go. This is a great one for me.
3: Mm. I will tell you guys that you guys solved it. In a different way than I solved it, obviously. I found two different ways. But okay. you guys almost did it so many different ways. Like, so close to the ways that I did it. Oh, I had, yeah. Oh, Tell us what you I have. had Lori Metcalf in Scream 2. Okay. With huh? Timothy Olyphant, who was in The Girl Next Door. Uh, who had Alicia Cuthbert in it, who was in Love Actually, who, which starred Alan Rickman, Galaxy Quest, Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> oh, my way God. Different way different oh, here, Then God. here we go. This okay. is what I had. Okay. Sigourney Weaver, Holes. Uh, holes, thank you. <laughs> with I mentioned with holes. Patricia Arquette, <laughs> who was in Uncle Buck with Laurie Metcalf. Oh Patricia my God. Arquette's in Uncle Buck. Yep. Where is she and Uncle Bob? I don't I don't I don't remember Be So uh nick 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 nick. Yes. Nick 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 nick
1: nick 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 nick
2: nick 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 no 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 nick so how many times we have to uh I bet you've never heard that I
3: mean, I just was triggered a little bit. I'm sorry. It's a
2: snowflake. We have to we have to make you watch a shitty movie now. No, 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 it's an award. Oh, actually, you know what? I want to give him something good because he had my two favorite actors actress and actor I think that's That's I think that's
0: that's safe um let's do I I have
5: I have two okay if you want yeah have you seen Spotlight I have Have seen Spotlight it's on Netflix did you ever watch Big Eyes you guys, I have not oh. seen it. guys is on Netflix. It's the first movie directed by uh, Tim, Burton. Tim Burton that doesn't have his ex-wife Burton or, things. or Johnny Depp in, yep. it in like 15 16 and years. Denny yep. And Danny Elfman still
0: does the soundtrack and it does not sound like
1: a Danny Elfman.
2: No, genre. no, you know why cuz he's versatile.
1: And no, it's it's a it's wonderfully casted and there's only one moment in the entire film where you say, "Oh yeah, this was made by Tim Burton." <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I'll I'll have to watch that. My my wife and I have been wanting to watch it forever. Mm-hmm. She's an artist, and so it that it drew she, so, she yeah, was now, drawn to But that now at first. you
1: legally have
3: to watch I it legally so it, within it the will,
5: week. It, it will yeah. count as a little bit of a punishment because really the guy's a dick. I mean, spoiler, it's in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. So so you're gonna be you're the husband of an artist mm. watching a movie about an overbearing husband of an artist that counts as she's going to be looking at you oh, I bet
3: she's going to be so mad With me. she's really going to start like slapping me in my sleep and stuff and mm-hmm. I don't she should not like do that. that already well she does every once in a while I was going like to say after. your cheeks look kind of red Yeah, well, but um, it's usually not
2: a contractual obligation for you to <laughs> yes exactly now I have to put myself sign here. So, so sign, sign here, here's the contract here
1: uh, uh, if you ever problem. want to be invited back to the show I, I like you what you've done to. here yes squeeze
5: me a baking powder
1: so that was awesome Thanks so much. Yeah. That was actually that was that was great. great. Was it was, fun it was really fun. And and I do agree with you, Scotty, that the collaboration is what makes it fun. Yeah. Because we, we all think of different things and we all have different favorite movies. And
3: I spent four uh, hours trying to do this yesterday by myself and got pissed off every time going, this one isn't funny. This one isn't cool. This <laughs> one isn't... <laughs> and uh, so, now, but yeah, when you're with a group of people, it's way better. Yeah. I tried to do it with my wife who does not watch anything. And yeah. so, it
2: was
5: the, so hard. Did, she did you really spend four hours doing <laughs> it yeah i mean yeah, there's yeah. websites oh. that'll do it
3: like that They're calculating. exactly i was just trying to find a cool one yeah. Oh, yeah. i spent
2: a long time on my first one because i wanted to put people in that i knew know and like oh yeah as yeah. well as movies but i don't think we've yet to come up with the exact answer that someone's presented that's well, yeah, true exactly so i think when oh, that we could would be an interesting twist that, that could be a twist, twist. but whatever we... i do it so How when we, we come up it? with stuff um, we would need more time with that. That would have to be like a six-minute one. It's but. basically our safe because mm-hmm. you're. They're probably whoever's trying to figure it out is probably not going to get what you came up with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but we that could go fun. that way. Yes, we get so more close detailed close. and times. with like specifically science fiction or whatever, like you were saying.
5: Yeah, or or we could do it where like you lose points or something like that. Like you have to you have to finish it in four points. But if you guys use one that I also used, that at that point didn't count. That degree Ooh. doesn't count or something.
1: And we could if if we. If we upped the ante challenge-wise, you know, we could also add Who Wants to Be a Millionaire type lifelines. Ooh, As well, you so, know, call yeah. a friend. Maybe not specifically the same lifelines, but things like call a friend or you can um, look up
2: one movie, right? Exactly. Or one person's In, name mm-hmm. or something. There, there's oh, got to be really like test lifeline. I want to go one step like further. Like if you had looked up yeah. Catherine O'Hara the week that I stumped you, oh, you would that, have been able yeah. to solve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah. so on that on that same front, uh, what would be what would be the negative? So if we if we have a lifeline, do yeah. we have less time if we use the lifeline? Oh yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. We, like we cuts, have to buy the lifeline thirty seconds off our time.
1: You. <laughs>
4: <laughs> like okay. Real
0: real life consequences. Like all right, you get a you Like get I'm gonna get slash your tires. <laughs> <laughs> I cut off your pinky. Yeah. That's where I
1: was going go <laughs> well, oh, to go. We can only play thing. that so many times,
0: though. <laughs> oh, come on. There's four of us. That, that gives, like, actual, like, you don't want to use this, but if you don't want to watch this crappy movie. But, I mean, that pinky is looking really good I, I right let's, now.
2: Let's do some homework and come up with uh, a lifeline and a consequence. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, I think Con- we should go
5: one further and have physical challenge. Okay, there's like a mountainous spot. <laughs> we
2: have to pick it up. We have to climb to
5: the top of the aggro crag.
0: Yeah. Hit the button. <laughs> uh,
5: Guys, horrible. what? You're telling me you oh. don't want to do that? Come on. Oh, man. We already uh, did a horrible. game show show.
2: Next time can... on Nick yeah. And yeah. Night. Can uh, I do my Regis uh, filming impression? Yeah, Zo. Yeah. Who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah.
5: <laughs> Who wants That's to be good. a
2: millionaire?
1: That, I love watching how different stand-up comedians segue. Mm. Can I just say? And yeah. we can use this as a segue. Um just mm-hmm. just especially when a stand-up comedian like acknowledges how difficult segues are and then they just jerkily go right into the right. next oh, thing like you the, know
3: like the bo burnham thing like so bo burnham, uh brian
1: regan does it oh, as yeah, well yeah. Mm-hmm. um you know uh like especially when he's doing his encores because people call out their favorite bits you know and he's like pop tarts okay uh so <laughs> <laughs> pop tarts <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's marvelous it's marvelous yeah. so um <laughs> we talked about uh, a lot of stuff from the comedian's perspective just a little bit ago this this next question is more about the audience um and it's about offense culture um especially in social media in the united states it's it's very prevalent very pertinent question um how how does the the p c and outrage culture um affect comedy, whether it's stand up or sketch comedy or any any of the mediums
3: yeah i mean i and This is something that comedians will talk about forever, and 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 yes, and 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 it always and it always has been a discussion. But because of social media and because of the uh, wide array of different types of comedians you can see on different forms of uh, uh, different streaming platforms and things like that, it's becoming more and more prevalent. But uh, you know, Mel Brooks. Just got on. Or he was on some show or, or released a statement saying that PC culture is the worst thing to ever happen to comedy in general. And mm-hmm. I do, I do believe that. I grew up in an era of uh, listening to comedians who did not. There were clean comedians out there, and I mm-hmm. do still love people like Brian Regan who just works clean
4: mm-hmm. and he
3: doesn't ever offend anybody. And somehow he is one of the biggest comedians in the world. But I, I, I have never enjoyed. Going on stage and worrying about what I can and can't say. Mm-hmm. Um, when I do colleges, I, I I always ask, is there anything that's off limits? And I, I pray that there is never never anything, you know, but that's becoming less and less likely. Owen oh, Benjamin got on Twitter and uh basically got into a, a, a big Twitter battle with these, with these comedians. And basically it got onto the, it got onto the subject of, uh, of transgender children and how there was this guy who was, uh, he, he believed basically that this man should not be giving hormone blockers to his, uh, four year old daughter, uh, because he believed that she was trans, uh, instead of letting her go through puberty and discover that on her own because, uh, you know when, and that's and that is a big thing on on stage right now is that people when people do talk about trans issues, uh, there is a butthole clenching in the audience hmm. that is very very prevalent and uh, so you I, can s- smell yes the you clenched. can smell the Asshole. clench and uh, and because of his because of his stance on that he was fired from his agency he has had colleges uh, pull him out of their lineup really? so it really it really is. It's a slash at freedom of speech in all its forms. Mm. When, when somebody says, you can't go there or we will punish you, that is something for children. As an adult... That is, that is a basic American right to be able to say whatever you want. Yeah. And it's up to you whether you want to be liked by other people or not, not yeah. for them to tell you, we are going to fire you if you say this.
1: Right, right. Well, and then, and then you get into in the world of politics, like, for instance, I don't know if you guys ever read about this, but um, there was some article I saw about puns being illegal in China. Yeah. <laughs> huh and i was very interested to to read that and and i have some friends who who actually do live in china and know a little bit of the language and um and so i got some clarification on that and as it turned out one of the country's leaders i i can't even pretend to know the political structure of how china works but um one of the political leaders his name in chinese um had a remarkable similarity <laughs> to the Chinese word for marijuana. And so it was specifically that pun that was banned mm-hmm. because of a petty leader of the country wow. saying, "No, no, no, you can't cuz that hurts my feelings," God, you know, That's so of. ridiculous. It yeah. is. It absolutely is. And um and you were saying about Brian Regan being a clean comedian. I agree at the same time i think what he does is he actually turns most of the insults on himself mm-hmm. so self-degradation is about the only way to not offend other people because you're like well i'm making fun of myself so you
2: can't be offended mm-hmm. yeah but then it's also tricky because like when you get like say a heavy comedian and but they're making fun of themselves because they're fat and then they piss off fat people. See yeah. This yep. is
0: this is this is
2: kind of where I That's where I get upset. I wanna I wanna first <laughs> say that I don't I don't think
0: that PC culture is the issue necessarily mm-hmm. I think that wanting to treat each other with respect is not a bad thing no I think it's outrage culture and I, I try to when I when I try to explain these things I try to separate those two concepts from uh, from each other I do think that there are a lot of people in the PC culture um, who have a tendency of living in outrage culture but on the other completely end the anti-PC culture there are a bunch of people who are outraged at every single last little tiny thing and it's a consistent issue it's not it's not a, a liberal issue it's not a conservative issue this issue like stems on all sides it's of the personalities type it, it is mm-hmm. it is it stems from a lot of different things i don't you know, i don't think you can say like one like point out one specific thing and if one if somebody says it's one specific thing i think it's ridiculous but major points social media allows people to be offended <laughs> uh, the media um posting clickbait titles uh, allows people to get offended very easily because they don't have to read articles, and, and there's a lot of people who don't. It sucks
5: that we have to refer to clickbait as the media. That's just a statement. I, I do
0: I, I I do feel that uh, no nope I'm not gonna put a quarter in the po- politics jar. We're not <laughs> really gonna go there. <laughs> okay, well then
5: let me let me jump in then if I can. Yeah. Uh, just to change not I guess to slightly change gears. I think I think part of the offense culture is that we are so well connected. That you can share things out of context when you're okay. doing a, when you're doing a comedy show. It's all about creating this atmosphere of giggles of free. Uh, 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 Jim Carrey has this way of saying talking about comedy where he's freeing people from concern, and I love that phrase mm-hmm. because of the idea is that yeah, everything outside this room kind of sucks, kind of sucks balls right now. But in this room, we're loose. We're a little bit. Uh, alcoholed up, we're a little, you know, we're greasing the wheels here, and we're able to giggle. Because at some point, when you when you start doing jokes, when you're having, when you're at a comedy gig, when you are hanging out with friends, and you're and you're a beer or two in, even things that kind of shouldn't be funny kind of start to become more funny. Oh yeah, and <laughs> and, sure. and and once you once you once you get once you loosen that, once you, once you free that concern, then then you can kind of move things forward, and you can talk about slightly more taboo things in a way where people are like, yeah, you know what, that was stupid of me to be you know, wagging my finger at that. It is stupid. I am stupid. Ah, this comedian's helped me realize things.
3: Yeah. The, and there is something like that going on in the Denver scene right now. I won't uh, go too far into it because I don't know the whole story. But, you know, there are people who go see a comedy show and say, I didn't enjoy that. I'm not going to go see that guy. If he, if I'm not going to go see a show, if that guy's on the lineup, Mm -hmm. that's just my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. Then they go home and they go see another comedy show and they love it, and they say that person's great. The difference is, is that right now, and I think what you were saying about the, um, what was it, the not PC culture, but offense culture, offense culture. Yes, that that is what I meant. I think mm-hmm. when I when yeah. I was talking about that because. Because then there are people who go see a comedy show, and this is happening right now, so be aware of it, but Mm. there are people who go see a comedy show, see a comedian they don't like, and instead of saying, you know what, I didn't really appreciate his comedy, I'm going to go find a comedy show that's more for me they decide they're going to go home, blog about it, blog about how this person should never be allowed to do comedy again, post it, their followers get on the venue who put him up on stage and say, if he is coming back, we will never go to your venue again. It's Uh, it's
0: crazy because this is happening in every single market right now mm -hmm. where people have realized the, like a great way to get rid of people is to go straight to the pocketbook. Yes. Like go straight to the venue, go straight to those people. And it's that, that mind switch that needs, Needs to be turned off yes. immediately, well, and it's so
2: silly too. Like I'm gonna, I'm never eating Chick Fil A again. Well, or I'm never it's that kind of that. Stuff.
0: It's like going to the manager and saying, if if you if you if yeah, doesn't want to eat no, chicken yeah. again, mm-hmm. then I'm going to sue you guys for eating chicken. Right. It's, well, that's
5: I I like those ideas because in a capitalistic society, money is the is the part of it, and so it just sucks that we're using it on th- these micro issues and not like the Koch brothers or whatever. And I don't mean to throw all these political stuff out there. <laughs> yeah. But I mean like but I mean like 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 there's some serious problems in America and we're we're fighting about one guy or girl on stage in Denver. Like that's not that shouldn't be where our passions are. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. It's, it's because a waste we of time. we have these micro aggressions. We have these micro problems mm-hmm. because we're because there's some serious stuff going on in America in all fifty states and the territories and everything. And we're focused on it's like we only have the energy for the small things and not the big things because I'd want to keep sharpening at Amazon even though they still have ads on Brightbar. I think, Breitbart I and think I'm like, yeah. damn it, you know. I, I, mean,
0: I see us focusing on the smaller issues as more of an issue of wanting to feel important. Yeah, because <laughs> yes, our, I can control things like yeah, control exactly. I, and I think I think that's where people stem from and i want to i want to try to understand people as much as possible not me i say forget them i'm just <laughs> <laughs> but i mean like i don't i also i also me. try to you know when i say i want to understand somebody i don't want to agree with them necessarily um but understand where they're coming from and stuff like that and a lot of these times when people have these outrage culture moments they're just i want i want to know what they're thinking when they're doing this so like instead of saying hey I'm going to make sure that you're not hired for any other gig saying, Hey dude, that was fucked up. Why were you saying that? Yeah. That's just yeah. the thing.
3: People do not want to talk to you face to face. And that's an old comedians hack bit about, you know, how kids are. So uh, they, they're sitting right next to each other and they're texting each other because they don't want to have that face to face conversation. Mm-hmm. That is the, the world that we live in now. And I, I, Bringing it back to, to to movies because this is a movie podcast. I uh, oh yeah. Y- if you it's uh, a podcast, and, what? Um, no, but uh, <laughs> and also bringing it back to someone like Mel Brooks, Blazing Saddles would not be made today. No, would, oh, absolutely and if it was not. made today, it would have to be made by some fringe, crazy, uh, you know, movie company that's like, we're gonna say fuck the system and we're gonna make a movie that we want to make when. Back in the 70s when that movie came out, it was just the next comedy from Mel Brooks. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. And while it does have a lot of themes that I think do offend people and that we have we have grown to be like, all right, that's not exactly cool, that <laughs> movie does have its place. But you will never see a movie that deals with those subjects again in, again, ever because you can't say those things and not have your wallet be hurt as a movie yeah, studio. Yeah, sure. I,
5: I like that actually because it's similar to – I mean, in, look at how far we've come – in the last fifty years, from from like like cinema and and television, um, like there are interracial couples on TV and in the movies, and I don't bat an eye. I hope n- I hope none of you guys bat an no, eye. No. Fifty years ago, 60 years ago, that was a big deal. Yeah, that was that was a that was a, you know, we're never gonna watch CBS again type thing. Yeah, and and my God, what 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 are we keeping from our future? Yeah, because of this because of this offense culture to be like, no, I you it's not just about you can't offend me. It's about, you can't even touch my, my, you can't even get me out of my comfort
4: zone. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. that,
5: that's part of that. That's a big problem. There's something else that somebody has said recently about how nowadays it's like, you can't talk to somebody if they don't agree with you. Like, like yes. you should be able to say, Oh, that's interesting. I, I don't agree with any of that, but I, okay. Okay. Then not, yeah. not F you. And I'm going to get yeah, the here. Right. That's
2: what I was going to say, because I go, uh, talk about Facebook for a second because <laughs> I go, I write things <laughs> on Facebook a lot that are, that some people would say are controversial. Joel has what? quit Facebook you? and
5: come back but, 17 times. But I, ha-
2: not true, but <laughs> I, um, I do like to, people call me a quote pot stir, unquote, or whatever you want to call it. But, um, this just, it's really not true. I just want to start a conversation. Yeah. I may, um, say it in in an offensive way to you but that doesn't mean that it changes the way that it shouldn't change the way you feel the way I'm saying well I mean I can't even think of an example but I'm just trying to get people to talk and have a discussion and usually it's in fact not usually but it's rarely um, people that I don't even or uh, most often sorry people that I don't even know that get the most uh you know hurl the most insults and i'm like i don't even know this person Hmm. who are they but that's exactly what it is yeah exactly whereas i if i were to sit down with people i know or even people i don't know and talk about it they would be like oh that's interesting i never thought about transgenders in the military that way you know what i'm saying so Mm
4: -hmm.
2: but i was gonna say too you were talking about the interracial thing because uh it was recently within the past year or so that um they made a freaking uh, Cheerios commercial with a white mom, a black dad, and a mixed kid. Yeah, and people got upset and said they weren't going to buy Cheerios and blah blah blah. And yeah. I watched the commercial like twenty five times. I didn't even realize it was an, <laughs> an interracial couple. Yeah, Cheerios stock didn't
3: occur. Cheerios to you. stock plummeted so much that they were afraid to ever. Like they they went back into their marketing you session and said, "What can we do wow. to immediately reverse this?" Like they thought oh. of going the complete opposite way, Is, like all white people white pick offense like they Jesus. had actually thought about
4: that.
1: So Is that they, the most ridiculous. they, thing they, ever they ever actually so ridiculous. did whitewashing for their wives. <laughs> that's right. fascinating, mm-hmm. yeah. That's
0: that's kind of ridiculous. I'd rather it be
5: like a Levi's or a or J C Penney or whatever, where they're like, nope, f you, we keep doing which, this. Which is,
3: it, yeah, which yeah. is so uh, exciting to me. That uh, a show that I thought growing up really opened my eyes to different types of people on television. Yeah, Will and Grace yeah. coming coming back to to NBC, oh,
4: yeah.
3: the biggest you know network uh, on television, and and when that when that show was first on. TV, those were the only gay people I ever had any interaction with. I lived in a small town, Oregon, where if somebody was gay, they were not coming out in the early right. 90s. And so uh, the fact that that came back, I I know for a fact that I was the only you know straight white guy in my friends group to be like, yes, I'm so excited. But, <laughs> but also that I didn't realize how much that show was couldn't be made in the years leading up to this. You know what I mean? It, it had its place in the mid-90s and early 2000s, and then for some reason there was like a long period where a show like that wouldn't succeed. There's yeah. been multiple gay and uh, lesbian shows on television that have not succeeded, and mm. it's because people didn't watch them or people wrote in to say things like, I'm not going to watch this because there's gay people on
2: it. I, I never watched the first run of Will & Grace. I just never saw it. Okay. and But... Um, I've been watching. I watched a couple episodes of the new one, and it's really freaking. It's very funny.
5: Yeah, know, mm-hmm. no, yeah. It looks like it's funny. I mean, back in the day, though, he was literally competing with like what? Mad about you, Seinfeld, Friends, Friends, Friends yeah, all yeah. kinds of stuff. Yeah. I mean, so at some point, I'm like, guys, I got to do homework. Yeah, yeah. I'm in yeah. high
2: school. <laughs> I wanted hard. to go back to the comedy thing for one second because uh, I think it was Daniel Tosh, but I could be wrong. Michael wanted to talk about this. Oh, one. I did. Do you want to? No, 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 no. no, no, wanna, no, no Joel, I, tell go. me your bit. Well, I think it. I think it was Daniel Tosh that said. I, I can't agree with you if you say there's nothing funny about blank. Mm, yes. Yep. Is yep. That, the that
1: thing? is him. That is him. And so is I might misquote about? it. So do you I, wanna... I
2: don't know the exact quote either, yeah. but it's something But if like you that. say there's nothing funny about blank and I mean, you, you got to uh, just be a little more open. Th- take something that's super awful and controversial. There's nothing funny about child molestation. That's a very touchy subject. And not a lot of people even are comfortable talking about it, but to make jokes about
4: it.
3: The, the Daniel Tosh bit that, uh, that got him a lot of attention and that ultimately almost made him step away from stand-up a little bit because he's still out there doing it, but you don't hear about him doing stand-up <laughs> right. as much. You, know, yeah. you see him on his television show yeah. and he stays in this lane because he knows that Comedy Central will let him do anything. But his joke is uh, my girlfriend has a rape fantasy. She likes to fantasize that she was never raped. <laughs> and then a girl in the audience gets stands up and says there's nothing funny about rape you can't talk about rape and she and he goes okay wouldn't it be really funny if this girl got raped on her way to the, her car in the parking lot just a throwaway line to shut up a heckler
4: right
3: and that shut him down yeah. like yeah. no one would hire but him everyone was threatening and that's him.
0: that's the whole conversation uh about context with the joke it, it, because it, you you like shit like that is understandable that he got a lot of shit for that yeah. because that's a fucked up thing to say but mm-hmm. when you have people who like like uh uh, RuPaul getting super, super in trouble by the gay and trans community for saying the word tranny when yeah. RuPaul is the one person And who's... she-male was yeah. the other word. Yeah, exactly. Know? But, like, having RuPaul get in trouble for that when RuPaul is a champion of gay rights... Or, Only or, one of the biggest... Or yeah, Patt- Patton yeah. Oswalt had the same... In, uh, you know, uh, he had a comedy bit recently where he talked about this, where do you want? do you want people to accidentally say the wrong pronoun... Uh, and have love in their heart? Or do you want somebody who can say everything proper and then just hate you and despise you, but Mm. they're able to say the right words? Like, Mm. and Michael and I talked about this on the ride here about the difference between context of the joke, like what you were trying to do, and the impact that the joke had. So like what your original meaning, and it's the same thing with our short film. You know, people, the way that people saw it in the end are completely different than what our original intentions were. Uh, Does that make them wrong? Mm. No, no, I I, don't. I, I don't. No. I don't think so. Um, and that's where it's, yeah. it's this situation. and I mean, this this conversation, I don't want to make any of us seem like we're like, oh, people are people are so stupid for doing this. It is such no. a it is such a like a gray situation. It isn't a black and white situation that we're dealing with here. Mm-hmm. And it's not something that's going to be. Solved that we can have on like a conversation on a podcast,
1: right? We're we're not going to solve this in an hour long episode. No, no. in our ivory tower, in a basement
0: with (laughs) five white guys. Yeah, right. know? and it's it's that's well, I'm half Mexican. Yeah, four and a half. Oh my god, four and a half men. That's the the, the situation. Ooh, that's saying
4: okay.
5: I I, I I think that um, I mean, just something to put out there. I mean, like when people say. I don't know, like, like, there's this whole thing, of course, and, you know, like, oh, you such and such is never funny, or this is never funny, and I'll use like, kids versions of it, so we don't have to go get dark or anything, but like, at <laughs> some point, a seventh-grade girl is gonna say, "Guys, stop it! Diarrhea is not funny." Okay, yeah. And that alone, by the way, even with that voice, kind of funny. We laughed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I think what they mean to say is that, is that there's there's a difference. There is good jokes, mm-hmm. and there is shock comedy. Yep. Right. Yes. And and shock comedy well has a whole list of shit that ain't funny. Yeah. Because yeah. if you just walk out and go dead babies or you know child molestation, not funny. But if you say that damn David Spade joke about like a like a you know the, the the Gap Girls when he's like oh you you said that you think that Michael Jackson went to Target because there was a sale no damn it you're saying the joke wrong he, he went to Target because he heard little boy's pants were half off yeah and yes, like, exactly. that's and it fucking got, funny and
2: it gets a grown laugh but it gets a laugh it gets a grown
5: yeah. laugh but it gets a laugh because it's actually
3: like work the damn Joker. That's funny. And somebody who is amazing at that that gets a lot of heat and doesn't really seem to care, mm-hmm. um, but but did get affected by it is someone Anthony Jeselnik. Do you guys know? Who oh yeah, I love Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah, but got, to a
0: certain extent because he does have a tendency of leaning into the shock humor. Well, yes,
3: and you know. It, And I don't know, those of us that live in Colorado, I don't know if you... He used to play here all the time. Mm -hmm. Denver has has the best comedy audiences in the country. And he hardly to never works here anymore because he did a joke that... And and this is what I'm I'm moving into what I did want to talk about, is about how the offense culture um, tends to somehow has this power to influence... uh, Huge businesses, corporations like Twitter, has have the power to influence lawmakers now. Uh, one thing that Owen Benjamin, the guy that uh, got uh, fired for talking about uh, the trans issues, said is that there are things that have come about with, with PC culture and, and uh, this offense culture that are just not right. The fact that in California, uh, specifically in the Los Angeles area, it is no longer illegal uh, – it is no longer a federal offense to give someone AIDS – uh knowingly and not tell them but it is illegal to use the wrong pronoun when talking to somebody now so it is now more illegal to name call than it is to kill someone (laughs) and so you know someone like anthony jeselnik will come on and say will go on twitter and say around something as bad as the uh, aurora theater Mm -hmm. shooting and say you guys your thoughts and prayers are worthless Get out there and do something about it. Be educated, and people got mad at him. And so, instead of trying to have this big, you know, lengthy discussion about how we need to get out there and do something about it, instead of saying anything like that, he'll make he, jokes. Like he made jokes. Else, yeah. yeah, he just said, uh you know, after it happened, one of his first tweets was, "But how was the movie?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, well,
5: and, but yeah, that, that's an yeah, old joke too. You know, yes. Other, other than that, uh, Mrs. Kennedy, how was Dallas? Yes, exactly.
3: Mm-hmm. And and the fact that someone. And I get it. When I heard that, it, it, oh, it pained me as, as someone who is scared to go to movies because they're afraid of getting shot all the time now, uh, that, that joke did pain me, but am I going to go out and write a blog about how Anthony Jeselnik should not be allowed back in the city of Denver because of that joke? No. And I mean, that's, that's the other side of Anthony
0: Jeselnik. and I enjoy listening to his comedy and I'll listen to it every once in a while, but he still has context behind all of his jokes. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's what people are losing. And especially in the social media age, and we we hit on this a little bit at the beginning, but not being in the moment, not being there for the comedy, not hearing the whole bit Mm -hmm. allows people to... Get so offended so easily when they hear just a single line, you, um, you know, and it's the same yeah. thing with the Dove commercial. And I I understand mm-hmm. um, that I I personally find that still to be a bit. And we've talked about this before. I know <laughs> I know Joel that you don't necessarily feel it's, well, it's racist. It's, it's, but yeah, it's uh, we 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 can talk about that forever. But it's still, <laughs> um, it's it's one of those things where context really matters, and people need to learn context again. And we've lost that with social media and. Yeah.
1: Period. I, yeah. I mean there's this it was years ago. It was probably like 4 years ago that I saw this uh this comic. Um and and it, it was a stick figure thing, you know, simple simple comic and someone says, "I have a headache. I'm going to look up my symptoms on the internet." Click, click. "I have brain cancer." And that's the entire
4: Yeah. comic, uh, strip. comic
1: strip. And there were so many comments To the effect of my uncle or Mm so-and-so has brain cancer. This is no laughing matter. No, no, no. They're making fun of webmd and hypochondriacs. Mm-hmm. They're not yeah. making fun of brain cancer victims
3: and, <laughs> yeah, as a hypochondriac who went to the doctor four times during wedding singer. You remember those two <laughs> weeks when I was did not come to rehearsals. Yes. I was going to the emergency room every night because I was having panic attacks from looking at webmd. Oh jeez. Oh. So, I believe it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, it's
1: rough. Yeah. yeah. But but yeah, I mean like so those that kinds is a joke of things that you can laugh at. Exactly. At. Yeah. And you probably laughed at yourself. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> now that
3: I'm not in that space. Yeah. Scotty, exactly. right, And then we'll move on.
5: An, an interesting thing about this context stuff that I uh, am self admitting is that uh, in order to see things in context, you have to put in the time. And by putting in the time, I mean, you might have to watch a 40 minute comedy clip. When I'm on Facebook or social media, I don't even watch the video after the <laughs> ad plays for crying out loud! Yeah. Oh my god! I It, mean, it like, plays
0: for ten seconds. There's an ad. I'm like, fuck this! Yeah, I'm, I'm like yeah, not going to watch it now. Yeah. So
5: suddenly, it's like, it's like, yeah, we have to relearn context. But I'm like, but if I'm on Facebook, I only want to give four seconds to each thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's interesting because then suddenly, <laughs> it's like it's like I won't watch something for more than four seconds, but I'll angry comment about it for more than four seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's like other thing. Nothing is as important as my as my words Mm -hmm. on Facebook or my responses.
0: It's interesting. So can we can we all make a pinky promise? Okay. Pinkies, pinkies. Wait, wait, wait. What what is this pinky promise? We're gonna get it chopped off. The whole no no no. We're not gonna do. (laughs) We're not gonna get it chopped off. (laughs) We we will will all do better. At learning. Pinky. Everybody, pinkies, 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 I can't pinkies, reach. Mike, pinkies. Okay. Okay. pinkies. Get, get your pinky in there. That we will all. With our, our, our powers with, combined. With our pinky heart. powers combined. That we will all try better at learning context. Because I think yes. it, it affects yes, everybody. Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I think that's it.
1: And, and yeah, um, being, being open and honest about our lives and opinions and whatnot is very important. But also um, respecting individuals, especially. Yeah. And, and absolutely. Cool. For sure. Uh, but mostly context.
5: Those are good points, but context first. Those are like distant second and fourths. I'm kidding. They're all the same. <laughs> this
0: is a this is a very serious episode and on um, a very special s- s- something. Oh, no, this is good. I
1: know. Yeah. We bring <laughs> in a You're comedian. Funny. For we God's bring in sake. a comedian. <laughs> Come on, tell us a
2: joke, damn it. Oh, all comedy's
0: rooted in pain. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs>
5: do you
2: have any impressions?
0: <laughs> uh, seriously, right. yeah. let's go. Let's go around the table really quick and do one impression. Okay.
5: Everybody best, stand up. Best. Let's go around the table.
0: No, let's – oh, God.
5: Oh, we're not going to ring around the table? No, God damn it. No, you have be
0: let's, more specific let's about start, this stuff. Let's start with Michael. Michael, do your best impression. <sighs>
1: okay. I didn't do well last week, so let me try again. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you you better call Kenny Loggins because you, you're you in the danger zone. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I love That's that. That's good. All
2: right, Joel. <laughs> That's <was> pretty good. <laughs> it's just deep. <laughs> what do you want me to do? And I do your Tom Best Hace all the time. Your best impression. impression. No, don't say your best. Oh, say second best. I got, I got one you've never heard. Your favorite. This is Mary Steenburgen from uh, Back to the Future 3 and Powder. Emmett, when my bags were thrown, my telescope was damaged. <laughs> <laughs> and you have an interest in science. You'll be going to the, the, t- the town hall dance. <laughs> I,
3: guess, I like, I like that, man. Good job. Oh it's a new that's one. Good. Uh, right. so I don't, I'm a really bad comedian. I don't do any impressions myself. I, I think a, that I actually a you. Oh uh, yeah, probably, probably a great comedian. Uh, but, uh, Kevin Pollock is a comedian who does a lot of impressions and he has this thing oh, on his yeah. show where he does one word impressions. And the only one I've ever been able to do is, uh, is Liam Neeson. One, <laughs> this is my one word impression of Liam Neeson saying bananas. <laughs> Bananas.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Excellent.
0: <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Mine. Mine is kind of my go-to one, uh, but I need. I need uh, from the audience here uh, a line <laughs> that I can say as Kermit the Frog. Uh, look at that cool look at look at that weird looking sheet. Um, look at that weird looking sheet over there.
5: <laughs> <Ooh>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I <know. laughs> yeah, I like that. Shoot, I always go. Have I done my Scooby-Doo and Shaggy?
0: You have, but do them okay. So we need we need to have lines for Scooby-Doo and Shaggy. We need a situation.
5: Well, that's
3: well, another one I can do. A, I can do. A I ones. no. I think we should we should create a. Situation. Okay, let's, put let's put Scooby okay. And, and Shaggy in the um. The, it's the car scene uh, in Pulp Fiction. Oh, <laughs> oh you know what? We just pull up the lines. Uh,
5: car scene and Pulp Fiction lines. You know what the funniest thing about Europe is? What? It's little differences. I mean, they got the same shit over there, but they got—it's just, just a little different. Examples? <laughs> All right, so you, you can walk into a movie theater in Amsterdam and buy a beer, and I don't mean—I don't mean just a no-paper cup. I'm talking about a, gl- a glass of beer. And in Paris, you can buy beer at McDonald's. And you know what they call a—you know—they call a quarter pounder with cheese in Paris? They don't call it a uh, quarter pounder with cheese. No, man. They got the metric system. They wouldn't know what the fuck a quarterback <laughs> is. What do they call it? They call it a, a royale with cheese. Royale with cheese.
4: <laughs> <laughs> there we
2: go. That's, that's, good. that's oh. marvelous. That's oh, kind of fun. We My, should
1: do that more often. Uh, just like... I
2: brought this up because Gilbert does this on his podcast. Oh, this is great. Oh. Like Different scenes, you know different contexts be... for
1: best impressions. So, uh before we go is
0: there anything that you need to plug anything that you want to plug uh,
3: I will be at uh, the Capital Hilarity comedy show at the Blush and Blue in beautiful downtown Denver on when does this come out oh, Wednesdays Wednesday. uh, Thursday the 26th uh, and also I'm starting my own podcast uh, with uh, fellow comedian and very funny friend of mine Eric Lyons it's called Nick and Eric name the podcast oh Eric yeah Eric, it, it, oh, you
4: suck <laughs> god whatever <laughs> bye and when, <laughs> uh, when does that start uh, uh, out? It, it'll be out
3: this week. Oh, uh, so nice, it'll, it'll probably be out uh, on, on Thursday, so a day after you guys. But I could see yeah, our yeah, page enjoyed. for a link to that. Yes, and uh, you can go to nickjohnsoncomedy.com for all of the links that I mentioned. Awesome, Dot Thanks, comedy. Dot com- Is there any word spelling? Ahead. Is it
5: N-I-C? No K or something like that?
3: No, no, no. I'm a normal person.
1: Not like me. <laughs>
0: Take that. Not normal people.
5: <laughs>
3: Michael with a K. I love,
0: I love when people try to pronounce your names. When they've never like heard you say Michael before, Michael. I, I believe Michael. Michael, yeah. pick
5: a chair for Michael. It, Nick Johnson,
1: yeah, Nick Johnson. Nick, thank you so much for hey, swinging by. We, had some, some we had some laughs and
3: some other feelings. We had some yeah. things. We had <laughs> some stuff. But you
5: know what? It was a good listen. It was a good. People are gonna be like, "Oh, wow." Wow.
3: My, my favorite my favorite Ram. podcasts are wow. the ones where you forget that you're listening, and you it feels like you're just having a conversation, and that's what I did, so I'm sorry for all the rambling. No, it's oh, good. good. So, yeah. good.
5: Um, I mean, it's the worst part of our show today. But it's, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure, for
4: sure. Shut up, Scotty.
0: Wow.
1: <laughs>
5: okay, that's then. Now,
4: now that
0: we're all kind of depressed again, <laughs> um, my name is Charles Joseph Kelly. Oh, we didn't
2: close. I'm mm-hmm. Michael.
0: <laughs> and I'm your co-co host, Scotty Schaefer.
2: Joel, (laughs) Adam Chavez, half Mexican, half white. All good. (laughs) Royalities. And this,
0: once again, was our guest host, Nick Johnson. Guys, have yourselves a wonderful week.